0: Hey y'all, welcome back to my podcast. It is me, the High Priestess J. And I don't know what is going on. I think it's because Saturn is direct right now and also I am nearing my cycle. But I have just been so pissy lately <laughs> and so like judgmental and so like wondering what's what like what's wrong with people. Um But I was on Twitter the other day, as I usually am, and somebody tweeted something. I'm not going to put their name. If they ever find this um, podcast and they want their credit, so be it. I'll put that there. But they said, so everyone reads tarot? No one reads oracle, tea, bones, candles, leaves? I'm just curious with a bunch of like disappointed emojis and all that goodness. So I saw this tweet and I immediately started laughing because um it just sounded so ridiculous to me. Because right now we are in a time and place in this world in this universe where a lot of people are opening up spiritually rather than religiously. And They're getting into the occult, they're getting into metaphysics, they're getting into a lot of um, old practices that are called new age, and one of the very first ways that people get into these practices is through divination and is through tarot, right? And so, of course, you would automatically assume if you understand trends that people are going to flood the tarot market, um, with giving readings, giving free readings, um, offering tarot services and so on and so forth. And, um, I just thought it was a facetious question because in the years that I have been doing this stuff and a part of this community, I haven't even looked for people that do certain types of divination and I've just stumbled across them. Um, I've even stumbled across learning how to do different divination systems. And um, it's been amazing. And so today I want to share with you different types of divination and um, just share, you know, that there's more than tarot, um, whether you know that or not. And that. Multiple people that do readings know how to do more than one type of divination. And yeah, so the first type of divination that I have here is astrology. So generally, astrology is just looking at, you know, where the planets are in the sky, reading your birth chart. Or whatever but you can also use astrology to predict and when you do that it becomes a form of divination. Um, I really like using astrology for divination because it makes sense. It's almost like a science to me and I've been able to predict certain things with it and um, I love using it in my planner and in my journals because it just helps everything stay organized. Um, another type of divination would be reading candle wax. Now, if you, who, child, if you are on these Facebook groups, which I have almost completely removed myself from because of the immaturity on them and the self-importance on them, you will always see people burning candles and asking other people to interpret their candles. Honestly... Um, reading your wax, I think is a really great tool, a really great form of divination that you should learn how to do if you want to have your wax read. but you can also read your candle flames. Is it popping? Is it a small flame? Is it a large flame? Um, you can read your candle by how quickly it burns or how slowly it burns. There's just so much that you can do with it. But it's really easy to learn how to read your candle wax. It's a simple Google search. There are people on YouTube. There are multiple blog posts about it online. It's really quick and easy to learn. Also, lots of forms of divination are easy to learn and quick. And there's several resources. You just have to um, look for them. And most of them can be found online on Google. Literally, I kid you not. It's not even that hard. And you don't have to have your hand held. Because it's really good when you kind of do your own research and then see how it works for you. And then you kind of take it from there instead of having somebody force feed it to you. um, That like reduces the amount of information that you actually retain because you're not putting that energy out there to like learn it and truly understand it. You're kind of just like sitting there and absorbing. Um. You can do graphology, which is divination that involves interpreting people's handwriting styles. So this is also a um, type of psychology as well, where where people will say, oh, your handwriting is very small and neat, so maybe you have a small personality and you're very um, precise. Or if your handwriting is very messy, you might be very erratic or so on and so forth. There's lithomancy, which is a type of divination that I really adore. Um, It basically is using rocks or crystals and you can cast them um, and see where they fall on a board or if they fall up or down. And uh, I have a video on that on my YouTube that you guys can watch and I make a lithomancy set from excuse me from beginning to end. Um I really like that type of divination a lot. Um there is Oniomancy, which is very similar to Tassiomancy. Tassiomancy, which is tea leaf reading. So I also do tea leaf reading. I also love that a lot. Um, I feel like if you drink a lot of tea or you're very into tea, you should definitely get into tea leaf reading because it just makes sense. Um but uh um yeah, Oni Onomancy is basically when you read the soot that is in the bottom of your wine. So after you drink a glass of wine, some uh not in a lot of modern day wines you'll find it, but in some wines that are made um, with older types of um wine making systems, you might have some like um you know, material some matter at the bottom of your glass. And you can read that too. And it's just like Tassiomancy. You would just read the shapes that you're seeing in the sediment. Um, interpreting your dreams can be a form of divination. If you believe that you have prophetic dreams, um, if you believe that your dreams are giving you signs and symbols, I highly suggest you learn how to do that. I also highly suggest that you learn how to interpret your own dreams. Um, I believe in keeping my dreams very personal and private. And I definitely feel like that's one of the forms of divination that you should just learn for yourself, by yourself, um, because I'll go into that later because I want to make a whole podcast about that, but that is a type of divination that i definitely think should be you know learned by yourself and you don't even have to really go out there and seek information on it you could just try and be more mindful throughout the day and throughout your waking time and notice things that happen when you dream about certain things or you can relate like what you've dreamt about to what's been going on in your life and that will also give you a lot more a lot of insight when it comes to your dreams, um, a lot more insight than just, you know, book definitions of what certain things mean in dreams. So then there is palmistry, which is reading palms, you know, reading the lines on your palms and the different markations. That's a pretty old type of uh, divination. There's scrying, which I'm really, really interested in. Um, basically, that is having you know, the crystal balls, and you're looking into that. You can scry by gazing into water. You can scry by looking into a mirror or any type of reflective surface, basically. Um, Potentially, that is a super cheap way to get into divination, especially if you have a very creative mind and you you can visualize things very well. Um, I highly suggest you get into that. Um, What else is there? A lot of people, so let's get into. Hold on one second, let's get into cartomancy, which is basically using any type of card system to perform divination. So, cartomancy is many people's first form of divination. It is my first form of divination, it's one of my favorite styles of divination. I can relate to it very easily. There are so many forms of Cartomancy. You can read tarot cards. You can read oracle cards. You can read playing cards like ace, uh, spades, hearts, and diamonds, those type of playing cards. You can read Pokemon cards. <laughs> you can read um, a- any type of cards. I also read Lenormand, which is a really cool form of divination. Um, you can read the Mexican Loteria cards, literally any type of card system can turn into divination. You just have to be creative and it really just depends on like what, um, what you feel comfortable working with or what, you know, what you can see signs in. A lot of people think it's really easy to use tarot because it is very structured and ordered it's numbered, it's got suites. it has um, royal card or trump cards, so there's a lot of structure there. A lot of people like oracle cards because it is um, more open to interpretation. Um, I also like Lenormand cards because it is more of a down-to-earth type of divination. Um, people say that um, tarot cards are like spiritual. Oracle cards are very higher mind and spiritual as well. And then Lenormand cards are more like, um, physical realm. Um, playing cards love using those. I mean, you can literally pull a deck out and do a playing card reading anywhere, and nobody will question you or what you're doing at all because. People see playing cards all the time. You know what I'm saying? So it's really easy to get away with that. Um, what else? So I already said tea leaf reading. You can read candles. Uh, I read bones. I love reading bones. And I love any type of divination that deals with casting is my jam. So runes, bones charms bottle caps any of that stuff i'm really into it so um bone reading is really like uh, an african based form of divination um although they have it you know in south america and in many southern states in america it did originate within african religions and traditions and I feel really connected to that type of divination. It's very easy to learn because you find your pieces, you associate a meaning to them, and then you cast them. So it's a really do-it-yourself type of divination system when you think about it. Um, and I really enjoy that. I also love reading my Lenormand charms and Lenormand dice. Oh, that's another form of casting, throwing dice. Brie does, Magically Bree, uh, magicallybree.com. She does a lot of dice divination, which I think is really, really cool. There's a lot of different ways to do that. If you're interested in learning that, you can hit free up or you can hit up um, Over the Moon Academy. She has a dice reading system. She actually has, uh, I think, about four to six different dice reading systems on her websites and in her classes. Excuse me. And you can learn how to throw dice and pull readings from that. I think it's very valuable as well, because just like playing cards, you could be anywhere, throw a couple dice. Nobody will suspect anything, and you know you're having a whole like spiritual moment there throwing your dice. Um, I love my Lenormand dice as well. Those are dice with Lenormand um, pictures on them. Those are really cool. I love my Lenormand charms. So the Lenormand cards is a 36 card system. So this is a 36 charm system with one charm that uh, is associated with each card. And you can throw those as well, really easy, I love it. It's great for people that like to feel that um, like more tactile activities and forms of divination. Um, What else? So yeah, there's that. Okay, so then there's also dowsing, which is another fave of mine. You can use dowsing to find things. You can use dowsing to predict things. You can use dowsing to manipulate energy. Dowsing is one of those multi-purpose um, spiritual tools in my eyes. And so I learned how to do dowsing from reach to terra. And um, what can I say about that? You You know, you just have your... Uh, your item that you use on a string or on a, on a necklace or on a cord or on a chain and you let it swing. Um, you ask your question, you let it swing and then you read what it's swinging to and that's how you get your answers. Very simple, doesn't have to be easy. You could even douse with rods. Um, you can douse with a necklace charm. You can douse with an actual pendulum. It's really up to you. And I highly suggest that you learn how to do that. Oh, there's runes as well. So I really, really, really like runes, but I do not use them very much. I actually use them more for um, my conjure work, like as an accessory to that, instead of using them for divination, because I don't really connect to that form of divination. But it is a, I believe it's Scandinavian form of divination that's usually symbols, a rune alphabet, a futhark alphabet that is usually uh, like burned into pieces of bone, and you also cast those as well. Um, I really like the symbology on the runes. I can relate to that, but when it comes to actually like um, throwing the runes, it's not really me. But there are a lot of people that throw runes, and um, there are a lot of people that can teach you how to throw runes. Another form of casting that I really love, I love casting so much, is Obi. And Obi is basically basically throwing either four cowrie shells or throwing four coconut husks. And it is a binary form of divination, which means it's a yes, no type of divination. Extremely easy to learn how to do. Very, very easy to learn how to do. It's great for quick questions. It's great for when you, um, it's even great for when you wanna get details, but you have to learn how to ask yes or no questions. And Obi comes from African traditional religions as well. Um, It's used in IFA, it's used in Palo Mayombe, and I learned how to use obi from a blog online. I kid you not. I learned how to do it, I took some notes on the blog page, I went to a store, bought myself a pack of cowrie shells, picked out my favorite four, and that's my set of obi shells. That's my set of obi shells that I use all the time for my divination. Um, So... There's that. Now let's get into some other forms of divination. This next form of divination, I think is called stickomancy. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but it is basically, oh wow, this form of divination is actually used in the Christian faith often, um, where you would just get a Bible or any type of book, but in the Christian faith, you would get a Bible and you would just flip the pages thinking about what you're you know, what you have a problem on or, you know, asking a question and you'll stop on a page that feels good and you'll read what's on that page or you can point to a part on that page and read that text and see what it says to you. Um, I also really enjoy doing that. If you're an air sign, you might really enjoy working with that because it is a very um, airy form of divination. And you can even bump that up another level by taking a book and cutting out phrases, words, from that book and gluing them to a piece of paper. And you know, closing your eyes, thinking of your question, thinking of your issue, and then pointing onto the piece of paper and opening your eyes and seeing what comes up. That's pretty much the same thing. And then if you're more of a visual person, oh yeah, you guys should check out my uh, YouTube video that I did on my magical playbook because I have a great example of that in my magical playbook. But I took a bunch of different stickers that I liked that I was attracted to, stuck them all over this page randomly. And then on days where I don't feel like using cards or bones or whatever, I'll just close my eyes, think about what I want to think about and put my finger on one of the stickers or I'll use my magical poppet and throw her onto one of the sticker, or throw her onto the page, and I'll see where her hands and feet and head land on, and that'll be my message. Super cool. Super easy. Um, other ways that you can do divination, you can read clouds. You can read people's energies, so if you can see auras, or if you're a medium, you can look at people (laughs) and feel their energy um you can look at people and hear what's going on with them uh if you do limpia which is uh i believe a part of uh, mexican culture where you do egg cleansing you can read the egg so you would crack open the egg and into a cup of water into a glass of water and you can read that which is really really cool um Another way to do divination is by just being super mindful and just noticing what's going on. What are some repeating themes that you're seeing? What are words and phrases that people are saying over and over and over to to you? Okay, so you can take those and be like, all right, based on this information that I've been hearing or seeing, I'm going to make this move from here on out, or I'm going to make this choice. And... That is a form of divination, <laughs> and I highly suggest that people do that because it is a free form of divination. You don't have to pay for it. All right, for my smokers, you can read ash, so if you're smoking a cigarette or a blunt or a joint or whatever, what you will do, um, shout out to my friend Sylvia and Sarah. They showed me how to do this. Um, you will let your... Um, whatever you're smoking, burn down until you have like a nice uh, stack of ash on top, maybe an inch or so. And you'll look at the ash and see if you can see faces or symbols or signs. And you can read that. Want to bump that up some more? You can read smoke. Yes, honey. Yes, honey. I said it. You can read smoke. So, if your smoke is coming from your cigarette or your blunt or your cigar, you can look for signs and symbols in that as well. You can also do that with incense. And you can do that with your candle if your candle is letting off smoke, which it shouldn't. But if it is, you can read that smoke and see what's going on. And that is really good for people that are visualizers, that see symbols, see images, see things in pictures um what else is there I know there are so many forms of divination it's not even a joke yo but yeah so the next time somebody questions you know what are the different types of divination or oh people only read tarot or whatever Just know that there are so many different types of different. I mean, you could even um, use the weather to divine what's going to happen in a situation. It really just depends on your intuition and your imagination. Sometimes you don't even have to have the intent to divine. Things will just come to you. So... Just putting that out there for people that are not aware, there are so many different types of divination, um, so many different things that you can, you know, add to your spiritual practice to help you understand things, um, to help you learn about yourself and to help you learn about your world. And I hope this was really, really helpful. And I hope that it inspires you to go out there and learn something new, to do something new, do something different. And, um, to just step out of your comfort zone because it's a great big world out there and people have literally been performing divination probably since we were able to talk and form thoughts. You know what I'm saying? We've always wanted to know what's going to happen next. I feel like that's a part of human conditions. So yeah. Get out there and do with this information what you will. So I'll talk to you guys next time. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are. Later.